With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout, you get a great perk out because your membership is packed with perks. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details. Craft beer, cocktails, wine, and spirits. We like drinking them, and we like talking about them, too. And we do both right here on the ABV Podcast. It's Chuck P, folks, and welcome back to a brand new Microtalk episode. It's been a while since we've uh, been able to record one of these, so I'm happy to bring one to you now, brand spanking new. And uh, this one's a little bit different. This one uh, is not me at a brewery uh, talking to a brewer or at some craft beer event talking to some home brewers or something or at Brenton's house or whatever we're doing. <laughs> this one is actually me on the radio talking about craft beer. Uh, I recently produced the uh, Mornings with Brian Howdane show on Talk 107.3 here in Baton Rouge. And uh, for those of you who don't know, I am a uh, radio producer slash radio voice guy. Uh, for Guarantee Media here in Baton Rouge. Just got hired full-time. Yay, me, yay. So I was producing that show. I'm going to be producing my buddy Jay Decody's uh, Afternoon Drive Talk Show. A little plug here. We'll do some plugs. Little shout outs. <laughs> uh, Jay Dakota is going to have the Jay Dakota show starting October 7th on Talk 1073 here in Baton Rouge. Uh, you can listen to it online at talk1073.com. You can download the Talk 1073 app as well uh, and listen to it there if you're not anywhere around Baton Rouge. <laughs> uh, it's going to be from 4 to 6 p.m. starting October 7th. I'm going to be producing and co-hosting that show with him. And just recently, I've also became the on-air voice talent for Eagle 98.1 at night from 7 p.m. until midnight. You can tune in and hear me. Uh, it's the, the Night's Watch is the name of the show with Chuck P. Since I'm a huge Game of Thrones guy, I figured that's a good name to use for a show where i'm playing music at night so there you go two things to look out for if you want to tune in currently you can hear me on eagle 98.1 7 p.m to midnight monday through friday and uh starting october 7th you can hear me on talk 107.3 with jay dakota for the jay dakota show from 4 to 6 p.m every weekday afternoon now getting back to uh what we're what we're here for is the micro talk ep- episode of the abv podcast uh brian haldane uh brought up a subject about uh craft beers recently uh louisiana state university the LSU Fighting Tigers started selling alcohol inside Tiger Stadium for the first time in its school history. And there was a big, big backlash from a lot of craft brew, craft beer fans here and craft, local craft breweries as well for the horrible selection that Mockler Beverages put in there. Mockler Beverages is uh, owned by ABN Bev. I know everyone's familiar with that name. So the lineup of beers that they had on tap was your standard bullshit. It was Bud Light, Miller Light, Michelob Ultra, uh, I think Stella or something like that, some seltzers. Uh, their only local craft beer on tap was Abita Strawberry. And Abita is not even handled by Mockler Beverage. They're handled by Crescent Crown, I believe. It's either Crescent Crown or Southern Eagle. I'm going to say Crescent Crown. Uh, and the only only other craft selection on there was Carbach out of Houston. They had two taps. And Carbach is owned by AB InBev. So there you 
you go right there. That's why Mako had him on tap. So it was a big backlash about it. Uh, beer sales were okay. They weren't astronomical. They weren't, you know, in the millions. Uh, it was decent for, I guess, their first time there. But the backlash about not having a local craft brewery anywhere in there. I mean, Tin Roof is right down the street from Tiger Stadium. LSU paid money to Tin Roof to make a flagship beer for the LSU Tigers. It's Bayou Bingo. It's a lager. It, it wasn't even on tap. So there was a big, big backlash for that. And I believe they've changed it up and coming uh, with probably maybe for the next home game, uh, which is going to be next weekend against Utah State. I want to say Tin Roof is going to be there. Urban South and Parrish are going to have beers on tap as well. Now, we weren't arguing and yelling about it should be all over Tiger Stadium. It would be great if it could be, but we know in reality that's not going to happen. But if you could have certain designated spots where it was craft beer taps and nothing but craft beer taps and nothing but local craft beer taps, I think that would be a great idea. I mean, support your local craft breweries. There's enough people. I know when a lot of people go tailgate and it's, you know, it's Bud and Miller Light and Coors Light. You want to drink beers and you want to stay hydrated and that's basically water. So that's fine. You don't want to be pounding stouts or, you know, triple IPAs while you're out there tailgating all day long. I get it. But they, there are craft beers made by local breweries here that work well for tailgating that you can bring out there. Paradise Park from Urban South is one jumping off the top of my head right now. There's beers you can put on tap that would, the the people that don't drink craft beer, if they want to try it, they could try it. And then you open up that market to a, to people that never wanted to try craft beer before because they were scared off by it. And you have something that's similar to what they're used to drinking, but with flavor. And that's, I mean, it, you're only helping those breweries. So Brian had a segment on his show and he figured since I was producing that morning, it'd be a good thing to talk about. So, uh... I think I slipped up at some point. He asked me, uh, was there actually something, was there actually a quadruple IPA? Yes, there is, but I think I froze in the moment. I said yes and no. <laughs> so I don't know. It was early in the morning. His show starts at 6 a.m., so it's one of those things. My brain wasn't really functioning, but you know, I tried to get my point across. But anyway, here's about, uh, I'd say probably about a nine-minute segment or so. But here's Brian Haldane. You can hear him every weekday morning on Talk 107.3 from 6 to 8 8 a.m. Here's a little segment we did about craft beer at uh, LSU and Tiger Stadium. Check it out. Um, Had two stories, or three stories, actually, about beer pop up in the news lately. I know something about beer. You know something about beer. I do. I even have a podcast about beer. You do have a podcast about beer, which we kind of need to like add to the talk 1073 lineup i think so all right let's get that done after the show today it's it's explicit so. it, it, well that's well, fine okay. as long as it's only online <laughs> we're not going to air it yet yet yeah i like yet 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 keyword yep so there was a story a couple weeks ago and i wanted to get you in here to talk about it and so it's actually kind of convenient that taylor never came home from area 51 mm, poor guy i know. We'll miss him we will he might be back <laughs> getting probed um <laughs> The story came out, local craft beer brewers encourage LSU to expand the Tiger Stadium beer selections. Yes. The Louisiana Craft Brewers Guild expresses their concern about Tiger Stadium's local craft beer selection being limited to a beat of strawberry lager at a small portion of sales kiosks. Guild Executive Director Kerry Koch says of the seven beers offered, two come from a neighboring state. He says, quote, two labels from Carbach, which is a craft brewery out of Texas, and with the last weekend of the Texas beatdown, we're getting beat in the stadium, but with uh, Texas beers as well. Coke says they've got the numbers to prove that the beers they would have in the stadium would do even better for sales, profit margins, and revenues. Quote, why not put something that not only helps locals, but also brings in more money? It makes too much sense to not continue to look at those lists of beers that are for sale. All right, Chuck, I want to ask you straight up. Okay. Because this, like this, first of all, it's been a billion years in the making to get... Yes. 
beer in Tiger Stadium at all. Finally arrived. So I don't care if I'm drinking like it. It, it, it can, well, I don't want to impugn one beer over another, but it can be. Yeah. You know. Oh. Uh, you know what water, and I'm going to drink it. <laughs> As opposed to the light water. Right. Yes, exactly. So, first of all, just give me Bud Light all day long, and I'm happy. Number one, because it's a billion degrees in the stadium, so all beer tastes good when it's hot outside and the beer is cold. There's that. I'll give but you number that two, tailgating. Number two, as far as craft beers are concerned, how is it even remotely possible for profit margins to be better? Well, the craft market industry in louisiana has grown over the last few years and the demand for craft beer has grown as well so you you there are craft beer brands out there that are similar to the quote-unquote water beers or whatever Mm -hmm. that people want and people will drink it's just there's more flavor to those beers because they're just brewed and differently right but the the sales increase i think the numbers would be would have been way better now they're not going to be whatever the one million dollars in sales that uh what university was when they first did uh God, i can't remember who it was last year some it was the first time they had alcohol in yeah. and it was like one million in sales for the first game it's, it's i don't think that I, anybody was expecting that with lsu but i i think it was like twenty seven thousand dollars in beer sales they did oh, that sounds for the, that's for the first home right. game yeah. I think that would have doubled with craft beer in there Why? with a better selection. Why? Because it's just it's just a generic selection that you have in there, and and the fact that Abita Strawberry is your only really local option. People want to drink local. They want to support local, and for you not to have a local craft brewery besides Abita, you have Tin Roof, which is right down the street. You paid money to Tin Roof to have a branded LSU beer, and it's not in the stadium. Okay, that part I'll agree with, but is it possible? Is it possible that just on a volume scale, if you're a small craft brewer, you can't get this done on the level of volume that they're looking for in Tiger Stadium, at least not yet? I think I think some can. I think a few breweries could. I think Tin Roof probably I think Tin Roof could. could. I think Urban South in New Orleans could definitely do it. And by the way, they've added Tin Roof, Urban South, and Parish to the lineup now. In Tiger Stadium. In Tiger Stadium. That's good. Because and, it, it, the last thing I want to do... Is continually annoy craft beer people because they're exhausting. Well, we are. I, I, look, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. No, because I appreciate good beer. I really do. But I don't need a 45-minute story about each individual but glass. I get that. I think the the, the big argument is it's the lack of support for local. Is oh, the thing, hey, you know? look, we're guaranteed, man. We're all about local. Yeah, they're not asking to bring dogfish beer Dogfish Head beer in there. They're not asking Wait, to bring... Do, bring what? Dogfish Head. It's a brewery Dogfish out of Maryland. Dogfish Head? Dogfish Head. That's a well, brewery. Well, nothing about that sounds appealing. <laughs> they have great beer, but they're in Maryland. We right. want to support the... We want Gnarly Barley. We want Urban South. We want Nola. I want, want the Banded you know? Blonde. That's all I want. That's, that's yeah. it. That's I mean, Tin Roof. That's a branded LSU beer. Why is that not... And then nobody's asking for it to be in every kiosk. Have one section that's local craft beer and have, you know... Just do that. It's well, not that logistically, hard. you'd have to have it more than one. Well, just so you know you can what I'm get saying. From place to place in Tiger Stadium. Yeah, but so. not in everyone. But, right. You know. That's that's fair. All right. Here's. Oh wait. One last question because yeah. we're, we're late for break already. Do uh, do craft beer people when you look at a double IPA and a triple IPA is the double IPA just lazy? Uh, it's kind of slacking a little bit, but you know sometimes that double double IPA is better than I mean, that triple. Is there such a thing as a quadruple? Uh. uh Yes and no, kind of. <laughs> You're answering me seriously. <laughs> 644. I'm putting you on the podcast. Traffic's next. <laughs> well, there you have it. Myself and Brian Haldane discussing craft beer and uh, 
just me ranting about how it should be in Tiger Stadium. And I, I think it's not just me. I think there's a lot of people that feel the same way in the craft beer community, uh, and especially the local craft breweries who aren't getting the love. And now, from what I understand, like I said uh, earlier, it I think Tin Roof and Parish and Urban South uh, beers are going to be in Tiger Stadium now. It's a, it's a small step because we have so many great local craft breweries here, but it's great to see that they've acknowledged it. They've heard the complaints. So... They're do, they're going to do something about it, and hopefully next year we'll have a few sections in Tiger Stadium where you can go and get local craft beer. And I hope they do the same thing at Alex Box Stadium when when baseball starts. I hope they do it inside the Pete Maravich Assembly Center when basketball starts. Have a couple of sections where you can go and get some local craft beer. You know, support support these local businesses. Support great local craft beer. I mean, we there's people out there that want to drink it. And if you bring it to the masses, and for those who were afraid of it before, and it's in a setting where they feel comfortable enough to try it, that's, I mean, it's a win-win for everybody. So there you go. That's it. That's our Micro Talk episode. Hopefully we'll get some more of these coming up. Doing this radio gig is cut into my podcasting time significantly, so I'm trying to work on that. I've actually have a, I have a podcast scheduled next Saturday, October 5th, over at Second Line Brewing in New Orleans. So if anybody's making a trip down to New Orleans next Saturday, October 5th, come and uh, come stop by Second Line Brewing. You know, come say hey, maybe I'll put you on the show, ask you some questions, and get some beers to you or something. We'll figure it out. <laughs> anyway, this is Chuck Peace, the ABV Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time, cheers. Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout, you get a great perk out because your membership is packed with perks. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details.